It's now time for Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Good evening to you, everyone, and welcome in to another night of high school basketball here in the state of Illinois. Uh, this is a good one and shaping up to be uh, tonight. Uh, it is the Altamont Indians matching up with the uh, KZ Westfield Warriors. My name is Travis Sparks alongside Will Sarwell, and we're here calling all the action tonight here on The Voice about my Indian Athletics 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Streaming online, fmradio.com, and on the FM radio app as well. Altamont comes in tonight's contest at 4-2 and two on the season, and Casey comes in with a record of 6-2 and two on the year. And the last time out for Altamont was last Tuesday, so we'll see if it's rest versus rust here tonight for the Indians as uh, they lost against Carlisle 54-41. to It just not was the uh, Indians night wearing orange and black last Tuesday as they were down for the majority of the game. And they had down to like two or one point or two or one point at one point in time, uh, but just couldn't come all the way back as Carlisle used some uh, timely runs to pull away for the win. And uh, we talked about it in the postgame with Coach Niebuhr. It was the Indians trying to find that half-court offense because it seems still through a six games so far, the offense seems to kind of bog down when it gets into the half-court and whatnot. And it seemed like they uh, Altamont also struggled with the height and length of Carlisle as well. And so those are two of the things that, uh, that Altamont needed to work on was going back to the lab and working on that half-court offense. Yeah, and I mean, with that half-court offense, the big thing there is just making sure you have enough off-ball movement and a lot of communication. Communicating, setting screens, and just making sure that you're getting open when you need to to get those, you know, open looks, open passes, just to keep the ball moving and things like that. And uh, as for uh, the uh, KZ Westfield Warriors, as uh, their last game was on a Friday night, and it was a 65-39 win over Fairfield. And Hayden Parcel, the 5'11 junior, led the scoring. He had 15 points. Uh, Ryan Richards, the 6'3 junior, had 14. And also a senior 6'1, Grant Kokenauer, he also had 14 points as well. Cole Gilbert almost got into the double figures column as he had eight on the night. And Cole is another senior here on this KZ Westfield Ball Club. And KZ uh, does have three seniors on the roster with Gilbert and Kokenauer. But the other senior is the running back on the football field, Hunter Sullivan. But he's still nursing an injury here as I see him down there on the sidelines. He was in a suit, so Altamont does not have to worry about him uh, tonight. So uh, he's still trying to work his way back into the lineup. And so that's going to be a big piece that Casey's missing here at the beginning of this season. And, you know, so far, 6-2. and two. They lost in the championship in the Cumberland Thanksgiving tournament to Newton, and Altamont knows firsthand how good Newton is. And they also fell by one point against Robinson in the LIC conference opener, and that was 54-53. It was the final score, and that one against the Maroons. So, you know, Casey six and two on the season, and uh, they're trying to uh, build some momentum here tonight without one of their stars. Yeah, and I, but, I mean, I think we're just looking at a very good basketball game ahead. Two very tough teams, kind of still trying to figure it out a little bit, trying to find a little bit of rhythm here, but this is a big win to do that for either side. And also, uh, you can talk about uh, this game without the game a year ago, particularly in the sectional semifinal. As the people still talk about it today and talk about just how electric 
the atmosphere it was in that sectional game and uh, the loudest that they've heard at this gym in uh, maybe ever is what people said in that sectional game, not only with Tussola, but against KZ as well. And KZ, they were up by 20 points at one point in the third quarter. They led 43-23 to 23 in that sectional semifinal right here in this gym. And Altamont came all the way back. And Eli Miller was one of those guys who kind of sparked the comeback on the defensive end. He only had two points in the game, but that wasn't what he did. He brought the energy on the defensive side of things, and that really sparked Altamont's comeback on that night. And you have both sides. You have Altamont, the thrilling victory that all the kids will remember. And you also have on the other side for Casey, the agony of defeat. They were on the losing side of that. And so you got both sides of the coin there, Will. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's a taste that they want to get out of their mouth and they want to get out of their mouth quick. It's not the same stakes as it was before, but, I mean, getting a win in the, in the away team's gym, being the away team, going into somebody else's house, getting that big win, I mean, that's just a huge momentum swinger for a season right there. And uh, these two teams have tangled uh, quite a bit in recent years, and they've been a pretty close game in their last three meetings as it's only been a margin of victory of one point two different times and then also a point or two points on that occasion. And one of those occasions was that sectional semifinal where Altamont won 61-59 to was the final score there just earlier this year in March. And in the regular season matchup, uh, that was in Casey. And uh, Altamont came away with a one-point victory on uh, that night as well. So both these teams are very familiar with each other. And they also have really good games when they do do get together uh, when they meet on the hardwood. Yeah, and I think, like I said, I think we're just getting for a very good basketball game as long as both these teams can kind of come out. And both teams are going to have to try and set the pressure early here because for Altamont, if they can get the crowd into this game, that could be a huge factor in this one. And, uh, you know, it's not quite as packed as it was in the sectional semifinal as the Tribal Council is uh, filling out and, uh, Casey's side is a, a little uh, sparse, but, uh, you know, different type of atmosphere, obviously, but uh, still in the festive mood tonight here with the holidays uh, coming up just next Monday there. And you said that both these teams are kind of trying to figure things out uh, for Casey without Connor Sullivan, but also Jackson uh, Parcel, who is so big in what they've been trying to do and kind of been a thorn in Altamont's side uh, a couple of years ago right here in the gym. He made a game-winning shot in the paint there. And then uh, on that sectional semi-game, he made one for, or he almost made it from half court. And I didn't realize it until a video later. It actually went through the rafters up there here in uh, the high school. And uh, it still hit the rim. So what a shot that would end up being if he would end up making the shot from where he shot it from, from beyond half court. But especially if it went through the rafters there above. Altamont doesn't have to worry about a Jackson Parcel. He might have to worry about his brother, Hayden Parcel, but uh, Jackson has uh, graduated as he was a senior last year. And a lot of these Altamont players were on the bench in that game uh, in the comeback that was in the sectional semifinal uh, there. So, uh, like you said, though, Casey is trying to figure some things out here in the early going. Yeah, Casey's got to figure some things out. And like you said, Altamont still struggling a little bit in that half-court offense. they got to get some some things figured out as well. But I think we're going to see both teams come out hard defensively to start this game. And, of course, you wouldn't expect anything less from a Hall of Fame coach as Tom Brandon is 
as he uh, was the arrival of KD's coach. Uh, 23 seasons he spent at Marshall, and then in 2016 he uh, came over here to uh, coach the Warriors. And so on both ends of uh, the rivalry, and he was in a 2016 Coach Hall of Fame inducted here in the state of Illinois. And uh, so he's got a lineage as well as the most wins in LIC conference history as well. So, uh, And it looks like that KD is a good defensive ball club from uh, the points that they're giving up. They're averaging about 55 points per game, but they're only averaging giving up about 35.9 points per game. If you want to look at that on the Altamont side, they're also built on defense. They're only giving up about 43.5 points a game. So we could be in for a low-scoring affair here tonight with the way these two ball clubs are. And it looks like the band is done with their warm-ups, and it looks like both teams are ready for the National Anthem. So we're going to step away for the National Anthem. Of course, it's brought to you by Team the Insurance Agency. So we'll be back after the National Anthem for the start of lineup of this one between Altamont and Casey, and we'll also get the start of this one between the Warriors and Indians. And we'll be back after the National Anthem. You're listening now to my Indian basketball on Jack Vince. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement. And you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here at Altamont High School for tonight's contest between the Altamont Indians and the KZ Westfield Warriors. And before the uh, announcements of the starting lineup to the uh, capacity crowd, uh, Grace Nelson is being awarded her 2000 career point ball. Uh, she has set that record, of course, a couple weeks ago at the Inmo Center against St. Anthony, and uh, she dropped uh, 48 points on uh, that night. 
uh, there in uh, St. Anthony. So, uh, of course, uh, the entire team is uh, down below us to help us celebrate uh, that accomplishment for Grace Nelson, the future Illinois State product, and uh, some nice little ceremony here to get the night festivities underway. And uh, so let's see the start of lineups. First for the uh, KZ Westfield Warriors as they're in their road black uniforms with yellow numbers here tonight. They're starting at number four, Ryan Richards. He's a 6'3 junior. Number 12, Nolan Clement. He's a 6'1 sophomore. Number 14, Nicole Gilbert. He's a 5'11 senior. Number 20, Hayden Parcel. He's a 5'11 junior. And number 24, Grant Kokenauer. He's a 6'1 senior. That's Richard Clement, Gilbert, Hayden Parcel, and a Kokenauer. The start of 5-0-4 Casey. As for the Altima Indians, uh, they will go with number one, Alec Yarhouse. He's a 5'10 senior. Number 14, Eli Miller. He's a 6-foot senior. Number 21, Dylan Elam. He's a 6'4 senior. Number 24, Aiden McManaway. He's a 6'2 senior. And number 42, Kaden Miller. And he's a 6'5 senior. Again, that's Yarhouse, Eli Miller, Dylan Elam, McManaway, and Kaden Miller. Let's start at 5 for Altamont in their traditional white uniforms with black numbers and orange trim. And uh, thanks for joining us here tonight, wherever you are doing so, whether you're Listening to us on the conventional radio dials or streaming online at bmradio.com or you're watching on the uh, stream of Huddle there as well. We appreciate what Altma uh, is doing there on that. So welcome in how you are is taking us uh, there. And we're set for a good ball game here tonight, Will. <laughs> well, it's, it's a little loud here as uh, the lights are down and the starting lineups announced. To the crowd, and uh, what I was saying there well was we're in for a good ball game here tonight. Yeah, sorry, I was having trouble hearing you. I only got one headphone. It is loud in here. I forget how loud it gets in here during these intros. Yeah, man, uh, just think about how loud it is now, what it was when uh, the gym was completely packed in the sectional semifinals there in March, and for the championship, uh, for that matter, uh, there. So, the uh, starting lineups are announced, and we're about ready to uh, get underway here tonight. Like I said, the Tribal Council out in full force in their holiday sweaters there, and hopefully, like what I'm wearing, the Grinch. <laughs> hopefully, Casey can uh, come in here and maybe come in out to my house and uh, steal this one here tonight. Well, we'll just have to see. As it will be uh, Kata Miller, he'll going to be uh, jumping it up against Ryan Richards there at a center circle. And we're about ready to go here tonight between Altma and Casey. We'll check up on uh, the uh, schedule from around the area as we go along, as well as we'll see about that Sessor Holiday Tournament next week. And Altma will win the tip, and they'll be going right to left on your radio dial as McManaway will be running the point for Altma. As it's Kaden Miller now with the free throw line. He gives it off to Yarhouse here in the left corner. Now he'll hand off to McManaway. McManaway will drive baseline and kick to Eli Miller in the corner for three. It's off no good. But Alex Yarhouse is there for the board. And Altamont reset. Kata Miller up in the high post. Gives it back to McManaway here on the right wing. McManaway dumps it down low to Kata Miller. Kata Miller puts it up through traffic and one. Count the basket and the foul for Kata Miller. And that gets the scoring started. It's Altamont 2-0. 
Altamont doing a good job there, getting the passes down low, kicking it back out, getting a good look. But, I mean, Miller with a great job of just being big down low in the paint. And all energy after that first basket of the game as well. The end one free throw is good. First three points go to Altamont and Kata Miller. Three to nothing, Altamont. As we commit here across the timeline for the Warriors. They pass it over there on the left side, and now they give it back to a Gilbert. Now they pass over to a Clement here on the right wing. And it's going to be over 4-3 for Tokenauer, and it's going to be off no good. And rebounded by Eli Miller. Eli will bring it up before the Indians. As Eli will be guarded out there by Parcel. Parcel all over Eli. As Eli's got to get it away, and he can't. So that'll be a five-second violation. And a turnover over to Casey. That's my first turnover of the night for the Indians. And it'll be a commit getting across the timeline. And hand it off to a parcel here on the left wing. He get a couple of screens. And now he drives inside. Layup is too strong. And it's hauled down by Kokenauer. And Eli's going to tie him up there. going to be a jump ball. Fortunately for Casey, the possession arrow will stay right here with them. Being great job to get to the rim there. Just a little too hard off the glass. Yeah, it was a great drive. And it'll be a Clement getting it out underneath the basket. Just kind of to the right of it. As he's looking to get it in, he gets it in there to Gilbert. Gilbert shakes the yard house. He drives all the way inside, and it's blocked by Kata Miller. And now it's knocked loose. And somehow they get it over to Eli, who gets a, or that's Elam. Elam drives all the way, puts up the shot, counts the basket in the foul. Another in one for Altamont, and this one goes to Dylan Elam. Well, I mean, great job there to start that by Yarhouse, getting the rebound, ball poked away, dove on the floor, got it out quick. Elam doing a great job to get up the floor quickly as well. And Elam will go to the foul line for the and one free throw. It's up, and it's good. So it's six to nothing, Altamont. Just underway here in the opening quarter. We live in an earlier start time. JV game got going a little bit early tonight. And it's going to be a runner off by Gilbert and rebounded by Caden Miller. McManaway brings it up. Outlet pass to Yarhouse. Yarhouse dribbles here on the outside of the paint. Now goes over to Elam and up on to work it over. Then up in the half court here. We'll see what they do here. Yarhouse with it on the right wing. Yarhouse looking for someone to pass to. Gives it off in between the circles to Elam. Down low to Caden Miller, but it's just too high. Out of bounds to Casey. Well, the outspot half-court offense, you can see they're trying to get Caden Miller down low, but there's just not a lot of off-ball movement. You can kind of see where it's going. Right, yeah. I think that was one of the issues that they're trying to work on. As it would be Clement getting across the half-court line. Picked up by Yarhouse. Now we're two parcel on the right wing. They dump it down low to Richards. Richards with the runner. Hits the side of the backboard. And rebounded by Caden Miller. Elam crosses over. Gilbert strong to the hole. Left the layup short. And rebounded by Parcel. Outlet pass to Richards. And he's going to get called for the travel. Is Richards. So it'll be a turnover back to Altamont. Caden Miller has been a force down low there on the defensive end so far. Causing a lot of havoc for the Warriors. So he does every night, night in and night out, and he's definitely making an impact early on. Elam gets it across half court to Yarhouse. Yarhouse looking for a Caden. It was knocked away by Parcel. 
And Parcel intercepted and going all the way. Count the basket and the foul for him. And one after and one. And Nada Parcel will go to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play. So a Parcel will go to the line for the and one. And a foul will be on Eli Miller. First team first. Parcel's and one free throw is good. And that makes it six to three out tomorrow. All we've had so far is and ones from Kaden Miller, Dylan Elam, and now that one from Hayden Parsons. It's McMahon away with it in between the circles, guarded by Richards. Now I give it to Kaden Miller, high post. Now we're to McMahon away here on the right wing. Now up top to Yarhouse. He'll drive and dish off to Eli. Eli dribbles, finds McMahon away in the corner. And now he'll dribble, and he'll try for that corner pass to Yarhouse, but picked off by Parcel. Another turnover for Altamont. Quickly the other way. Richards layup is good. He went around the defense. And Richards gets the two. What a beautiful move by Richards. It was. And that cuts the deficit to one. And there's a foul on the floor before Elam can pass it off. And so another foul here on Casey, already their third in the quarter. Aiden Parcel, his first. 421 to go here in the opening quarter. Six to five out tomorrow. They inbound it. Yarhouse deep three straight away. Can't get it to fall. And a fight for the rebound. McMahon away and the ball still loose. And there's a tie-up. Parcel and Gilbert were, or Clement was there to get their hands on it with McMahon away, but it'll stay right here without tomorrow. Nice job by McMahon away to just kind of rip, cause some havoc there in the backcourt. Did just enough to get the ball back. They'll inbound to Eli Miller, who will hand off to Elam. And Elam will set up shop here at the volleyball line. And Elam with a train across over Gilbert. And now they'll give it back to Eli. Eli's spin around jumper is good. Eli Miller's first two. It's 8-5. to five. Gilbert gets it across the timeline. Now gives it back over there to Clement. Clement in between the circles. Back to back out towards Altamont logo. Now they go over parcel right wing. Now they'll swing things back over to Clement. Clement looking to do something with it. Can't find any one open. And he gives it over to Gilbert. Swing it over to Kokenauer in the corner. Now back over to Parcel. He'll blow by Eli and puts up the shot. Tough shot. It's good for Parcel. And uh, it makes it 8-7. Way to draw the contact there, too. Drew a lot of contact in the lane. And uh, didn't get the foul, though. McMahon away gets it across the timeline. Over to Elam. Elam picks up his dribble here at the free throw line. He's in a little bit of trouble. And a miscommunication and a turnover right in the hands of Richards. Richards the other way. Layup good. And Casey takes their first lead, 9-8. As Eli with it. Only two Elam. 2.40 to go. Altamont trailing by one now. Elam with it over to Akeda Miller here in the high post. And now Akeda will drive. He's double teamed and he passes back off to Elam on the outside now. As Eli with it here at the volleyball line. Crosses over Parcel, but good recovery. And back out to Elam. Elam drives, spin around, gets Parcel up in the air, layup short again. Elam with his own rebound, and his follow is good. 
Elam with a basket, and Altamont takes the lead back, 10-9. Two minutes to go in the opening quarter, and a strong move to the hole by Gilbert is up and in. And Casey takes the lead back, 11-10. Both teams able now to just kind of drive to the basket and throw something up and draw some contact. And there's going to be a foul out here on the perimeter. It's going to go on Casey, so... Yeah, common inbounds for Altamont. Fourth foul already on Casey in the quarter, and first on Ryan Richards. Caden Melville checks into the game for the first time for Altamont, and Caden Davis checks in as well. Make everybody stay out there on the floor for Casey. Minute 45 to go in the opening quarter. Altamont trailing by one here with the ball. Up in Radel snuck in there as well for Altamont. Millville with it here at the top. He picked it up, trying for that back door, but it was denied. And he passes over to Radel at the top of the key. Now back over to Eli in between the circles. And Eli will try to work some offense here. He'll dribble to his right, and a tough shot is no good. And Radel trying to fight for the rebound, and the ball squirts free, but in the hands of Millville. So Altamont gets it back. McManaway with the ball. He's double-teamed, and they're going to get a travel on Aiden. So McManaway will give it back to Casey here. Casey doing a great job pressuring Altamont early once they get in that half court, not letting them really set anything up. But Altamont really not moving off ball either. And already Altamont, I have him down for five turnovers already. As it will be Clement with it. Gives it over to Kokenauer at the top of the key. And now Gilbert tries to force it down low, but somehow Casey regains possession. And Gilbert free throw line jumper is off, no good. And fight for the rebound goes to Altamont. Millville comes away with it. Under 50 to go here in the opening quarter. Millville with it. He picks it up. He's looking for someone, looking for help. Anyone over to Eli. Eli Miller with it here with 35 seconds to go in the opening quarter. Eli with it, he'll dribble back out. It's over to Coach Niebergy for the play call. And Eli dribbling up top of the key. Now 24 seconds left. He holds on to the basketball. Short handoff to McManaway. McManaway trying to spin inside. Puts up a shot blocked by Richards. Parcel the other way. They dump it off down low. Reverse layup is good there for Clement. And Casey leads 13-10. Four seconds. Radle shot short. And Gilbert for the long heave is no good. And so that'll do it for one quarter of play. It's Casey 13, Altamont 10, and we'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball, Jack of them. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool Dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack 
and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Back in to Altamont Community High School as Casey has the lead after one quarter of play, 13-10. The Warriors will start off the second quarter with the ball. As it'll be Richard with the error on the right wing. Now they go over to Kokenauer in a... Baseline jumper was off by Clement and rebounded by Elam. Elam with it here on the right wing. Altamont got to get something going offensively. They trail by three. And Elam goes strong to the basket. Then he backs it back out over to Radel. Radel's double team, and he finds Kata Miller just checked back in on the quarter break. And the layup's good for Kata Miller. Altamont trails by one. Parcel loses Radle and puts up a shot. No, loose ball, and bodies flying all over the floor, and they're going to get Altamont with a trip, I think, and uh, Casey will keep the ball. As it will. Kata Miller will pick up that one. So Ben Radle will take a seat, and... Can tell who uh, came back in uh, for Altamont. And then Elam. And referee comes over and discusses something at the scorer's table. Now we're back ready to play. As it, the Warriors looking to get it in. And they get it in after a little bit of time. And then Gilbert. Gilbert with it. And he'll get over in the corner. And now they'll swing things over to a parcel. Parcel will dribble to his right. Now they'll work it around the perimeter here. Over to Gilbert. Gilbert dribbles to his left. And now he'll have a short little handoff to Clement. Clement with it. Trying to break free of his defender. But instead of going to Parcel, crossover move. Layup is good for Parcel. And Casey leads by three, 15 to 12. Davis. Perhaps McManaway with it. McManaway here at the top. He'll hand off to Melville. Melville will drive and he'll pick it up here at the free throw line. Backdoor cut to Caden Miller. Layup is good for Caden. And it's 14 to 15 off my trails. Beautiful pass there by Melville. Finished by Caden there. Clement with it in between the circles. And now they go over to Kokenauer. Pass over to a Gilbert. Gilbert with it here at the volleyball line, and he'll lose Davis, and the layup is no good and rebounded by Davis. Over to Elam. Altamont can regain the lead back. As they'll go down low to Caden Miller. Caden spin around almost into a double team, but out to Elam. He drives. Layup is short again and rebounded by Parcel. Alla pass for Richard. Layup is good quickly the other way. And it's 17 to 14. Casey with a three-point advantage. McManaway over to Miller. Now back out to McManaway. 
about 5.20 to go in the first half. Millville has it. He lost it off his foot, but luckily Davis is right there to save it. He throws it wildly into the arms of Elam, but Altamont will regain control. McManaway directing traffic here. As McManaway go over to a Millville here on the right side. Under five to go in the second quarter. Elam thought about a three, but instead they dump it down low to Caden Miller's double team off his hands, but they're going to say it was off of the Warriors. So stay right here at Altamont. And you can see here where the Indians just still can't really get it quite figured out in the offensive zone in the half court. Yeah. Uh, Fortunately, it went off of Casey there. Uh, it was uh, Yarhouse coming back into the game. And Eli Miller for three is good. We're tied. First three for Eli, and we're all tied at 17. Is it going to be Clement with it? Now they'll get it over to Kokenauer. Now let's swing things back over to Parcel here on the left side. Parcel now dribbles here at the volleyball line over to Kokenauer for three. High arcing shot is off, and the rebound tipped into the hands of McManaway. Altamont can take the lead back here. And McManaway with it here gives off to Kata Miller. He's going to fire a three-pointer. It's off no good. Rebounded by Parcel, and, and Manway tried to poke it loose, but Casey regains control. Parcel with it. Now they get over to Clement. Now back to Gilbert. Now Coconaro fire a three-pointer. In and out, no good. Rebounded by McManaway. All tied at 17, 345 to go here in the second. McManaway. Looking to do something with it. Gives it over to Eli. Eli over to McManaway here on the right wing. Now McManaway gives it over to Elam. He'll fire a three-pointer in the lead. Yes! Three-pointer for Dylan Elam. And Altamont leads 20 to 17. Clement gets it off to Kokenauer. Picked off by Yarhouse. Yarhouse lobs to Caden Miller, and it was too high for him as he stepped out. And it's going to be a turnover back to Casey. Yarhouse just got a little too excited there on the fast break. He saw Miller and said, I'm going to lob it to you. Just a little too much on it. Time for that sports center top 10 lob there. And uh, unfortunately, it'll be a Casey basketball off the turnover. I also had someone come in there. It was a uh, player here. The second, that was Luke uh, Karras who came in on that for Casey. And it's Richards with the runner in the paint. It's good. Another two for him. And it's 20 to 19. And also Ben Radel checked in for Alpha. As Elam with it over to Eli Miller. 2.30 to go. Altamont has the one-point lead now. Manaway directs traffic over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse with it here on the right side, trying to do something with it. Still has his dribbles. It gives it over to Eli. And Coach Nebery is going to call a timeout. First timeout. And it will be a 30-second timeout or a full timeout. So we'll step away for 30. 
And you're listening to Ask My Needs Basketball on Jack FM. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in to Altamont Community High School. Morning to 19, uh, the lead for Altamont and uh, Coach Neberty called that full timeout there. Yeah, he is, I mean, they have the lead, the Indians have the lead right now, but I mean, they have not been playing great in the half court on the offensive side. So they're trying to work on coming into the game and really can work on it as much, as many times as you want in practice. You just got to put it out there in a live game. And that's what the Indians are trying to do right now. And so Millville will get in in front of the Casey bench and Eli almost fumbled it, but it turned into a pass to Millville. It's over to Eli Miller. Screen from Radel. Here comes the double team. Eli, a wild pass to Millville, but it was complete. Millville with it here on the right, on the left side, and he'll dribble it around, puts up the shot, and it's off the glass. But Radel snatches down the board, out to Yarhouse for three. No, tips around. Millville with the follow. His putback is good from Millville. His first two, and it's 22 to 19. Quickly the other way, a parcel puts it up, and it's going to be a blocking foul. As I think that was Millville trying to slide in there to take the charge, but instead it's going to be a foul on Millville. It's going to send Hayden Parcel to the line for two. Great job by the Indians there. Everybody fighting for the offensive board, getting that putback bucket, but then on the Warriors on the other end, Seeing everybody down here, working yeah. quickly up the floor the other way. So, great great transition there by both teams. Marcel made the free throw, makes it 22-20. to 20. And Yarhouse and Radel took a seat. And McManaway and Kata Miller came back in. It's a parcel second free throw. Good. Two for two there. He's got nine, and it's 22-21. to As Elam will get it across the timeline. Elam with it. Started there by Karras. And Elam holds on to the ball a little bit, gives it off to a Millville with a minute 20 to go. Millville had almost poked away, but it gives off to Elam here in between the circles. Elam. Well, they here at the top of the key. He dribbles inside a little bit. Spin around. He's free. Puts it up. And the layup is good for Dylan Elam. And it's 24-21. Nearly poked away there by Davis, but Warriors maintain control. Gilbert crosses over Melville. Now they go over to Parcel for three. Yes. We're tied again. And it's 
38 seconds left. Melville's free. The push shot is good for Melville. His second basket. 26-24. Under 30 to go. Floater by Gil or Clement is responded. So we're tied at 26. 17 seconds left. And McManaway will walk it across half court. Hold on for the final shot. As they go over to Elam here at the high post. Now to McManaway. McManaway thought about a three. Spins inside. Over to Davis for three. And it out. Back of the rim no good. And Casey won't get a shot off. That'll do it for the first half. So after two quarters of play, we're still all tied up. But we're tied at 26. We're now to and Casey. So we'll be back for halftime. We'll take a look at the first half statistics as well as to try to track down a score or two, but definitely take a look at that schedule and maybe take a peek at the Cessar tournament schedule as well for your Altamont Indians. At halftime, we're all tied here at 26. We'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball and Jack Evans. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important. 
employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back in to Altamont Community High School. Here after two quarters of play, we're all tied up at 26 apiece. And Altamont out of toward KZ that time, 16 to 13. They're in that second quarter or two, even things up. As Altamont, a lot better job there in that second quarter, particularly there in that one of the last few possessions there. You were saying there, Will, that that was probably one of the better ones that they've had in the first half there towards the end. Yeah, coming out of that timeout, I mean, you could really see they got a lot of ball movement. They had a lot of off-ball movement as well, a lot of cuts towards the basket. A lot of misdirection. They were able to get that wide-open three there at the end. Wide-open look. Just couldn't quite get it to fall. But, I mean, that's exactly what you want. I mean, you'll take wide-open looks all day. Yeah, especially those outside shooters. They get them free like Davis and Starhouse and those players like that. Definitely a take it. And maybe that's one thing that you can uh, – that's what you're telling the guys in the locker room there. Like, look, look what we were capable of doing uh, there. And let's try to repeat it for the second half. Yeah, it's one of those things, I mean, you saw it work right there. They they got everything going. They got the wide-open look. Just couldn't quite get it to fall. But, I mean, nine times out of ten, you hit the wide-open three. So, you'll take that any time. And then on the other side, the Warriors are just doing a great job stifling the Indians in the offensive zone, playing very tough defense, and then very quickly getting up the floor on the other end, not letting them get set up defensively. And when yep. Caden Miller's on the floor doing their best to not let him get set up down low. I think when you go up against Altamont like that, it's got to be the priority number one is to shut down Caden uh, with as much action as he generates on both on both ends of the floor. So uh, we're here at halftime, and you got to look at the first half numbers over there. Yeah, so we got the Warriors with Ryan Richards with eight points. Nolan Clement with four, Cole Gilbert with two, and Hayden Parcell with 12 with one three and three free throws. He's been doing a lot of facilitating as well on offense. And for the Altamont Indians, you got Eli Miller with five, Dylan Elam with ten, Caden Melville with four, and Caden Miller with seven. Elam has been doing a great job getting to the basket, getting his looks, you know, rolling right off the rim. I think he's had two or three that just couldn't quite, they could roll the other way on any given night. So it's one of those, this game I think is going to come down to the wire if it's anything like the first half. And you wouldn't expect anything less uh, between uh, these two teams, like I mentioned in uh, the pregame there, that the last three matchups have been decided by uh, two points or less. Uh, Two-pointer was the sectional semifinal, and then both regular season matchups the last couple of years have gone down. So just single-point winners for Altamont and Casey on the other side uh, there. So I wouldn't expect anything less when the Warriors and Indians come together, no matter if it's in March or if it's here in the regular season in December. 
or whether it's at Altamont or that awesome gym that Casey has as well. That's one thing that both teams have got going on is that no matter what, you're going to play in a pretty cool environment with uh, Altamont and the unique environment that Casey brings as well. Yeah, and I mean, one of the unique things that you can hear right now is that Indian drum line as well. As the Indians are still in the locker room, as Casey is already out here on the floor warming up, and the Indians are still in the locker room. So uh, lots to discuss there. Taking a little extra time uh, with the halftime performance there of some third and fourth graders who are out here performing at halftime. And uh, schedule elsewhere, I did have one scorer from around the area. Uh, that was, uh, we are a little bit earlier start than most, but uh, after one quarter of play, it was Olney winning over St. Anthony by 10. It's 5 to 5, Olney in the lead over St. A. They're in that matchup as the Olney Tigers are a great ball club in their own right. We know how good St. Anthony is. Elsewhere in the NTC, uh, you have uh, North Clay matching up with Sissing tonight. Uh, so wins is two straws there against Ocot Valley. Often Missouri, they are at St. Elmo. Lawrenceville is hosting Dietrich. Shelbyville at Yoga and Sandoval is at South Central. Over on our sister station, WCRA, the Cumberland Pirates are hosting at Sarah Gordo for their conference opener for the uh, Pirates. They're coming off that third-place finish in St. Elmo over the weekend for their holiday tournament. And Cumberland, not done in holiday tournaments. They go to St. Elmo this past week, but... They're on uh, to Vandalia holiday tournament next week while Altma is going back down to uh, Setzer Valier for their holiday tournament. They drew the four seed there in uh, Setzer. They're going to be matched up with the coin in the opening round. And Altma would win that one. They got to face the number one seed of Goreville. And Goreville and Altma have been matching up in the championship the last two times that Setzer has had held their tournament. There, as uh, Goreville's got him in the championship game that one year that Goreville went all the way to the super sectionals before COVID shut everything down. And then Altamont got things uh, the right way last time for the Indians uh, there. And the first game in that tournament will be on a Tuesday. A little different format. There's only eight teams in that Sessor tournament this year. So it's only a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday tournament for Sessor. And uh, Cumberland, like I mentioned, is in Vandalia there for action all week. And we have some of the, 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 Van, the Vandalia Holiday Tournament, Sessor Holiday Tournament, at Ian's Topless Christmas Classic, and everything like that on our website. The schedule there, you can check that out over on fmradio.com. Uh, it looks like we are about ready to get this one started here for the uh, second half as Altamont will possess the ball first to start off this one. And, Switching sides and things, they'll be going left to right on your radio dial here to start the second half. Starters out there on the floor for the Indians. It's Eli Miller, Kaden Miller, McManaway, Elam, and Yarhouse. Yarhouse has the basketball. Right, he'll pick up a screen from Elam. Yarhouse all the way to the hole, too strong, and rebounded down there by Coconauer. Actually, that was uh, Clement with the rebound. And uh, they'll get things over. To Clement. Clement. Now over to Parcel. Now to Coconauer at the top of the key. Now it's over to Clement. Lob is uh, denied by Kata Miller, and he gets it and knocked away by Richard. And it's still loose, and they're going to call a foul, I believe, on KG. Yeah, he was diving for the basketball, but I think he dove a little too on top of Caden Miller there. 
Caden's not afraid to mix it up, and we know Casey's a football school, so they're more than willing to dive on the floor as well. And so that foul went on Ryan Richards, his second, first of the half. Eli Miller will get it up on the turnover by Casey. As it's Eli with it. Wanted to hand it off to McManaway, but it was denied. And gets it over to Caden Miller here. Caden Miller's more towards the three-point line and had it knocked away. And it was off of Casey, so it stays right here with Altamont. Eli Miller will be the one to take you out on the baseline in front of the Indians cheerleaders. And to Elam. Elam looking to set up shop. And Elam looking to do something with it. Cross-court pass was picked off by Clement. And quickly out of the way, parcel layup, no, but with a follow is good by Nolan Clement. First two points of the half goes to Casey. It's 28-26. to 26. And Eli Miller will bring it up. And Eli with it. He'll dribble, and he'll stop and give it off to Yarhouse. Yarhouse, a little head fake, and he'll dribble to the left. High post for Kata Miller. Knocked away, and it's into the hands of Eli Miller. He'll stop and pop from mid-range. Left it short off the front of the rim. Rebounded by Hayden Parcel. Quickly the other way. Richards for three. Splashes it home for Ryan Richards. And it's 31-26. Five-point lead for Casey, the largest margin tonight for either either team. As Yarhouse will try to dump it down low to Caden Miller, but it was off the leg, uh, kicked the ball. So it'll stay right here without the mom. As Eli Miller will take it out. Five of 40 to go here in the third. Casey now leads 31-26. Elam Strong moves to the hole, and it goes out somehow. As I don't know how that one didn't go down, but it comes out, but Dylan will go to the line to shoot two. That's just been Elam's night so far at the hole. I mean, he, it will not go in on the roll. He's been switching sides of the, of the hoop. And Elam at the free throw line. And he got that one to go, but it wasn't easy, as it hasn't been tonight. 31-27 now. And that foul went on Richard, his third. So, foul's really piling up for him, and Casey's second in the quarter. Elam's second free throw is also good. Finally one that doesn't hit the rim. Yeah, nothing but net. Off my trail, 31-28. As we get things over to Parcel, now back over to Clement. Clement in between the circles. He gets a screen and gets it back to Parcel. And now back to Clement. He's open for three. Can't get it to fall. And Caden Miller snatches down the board. Make a man away. Gets it across the timeline. And now recovery by Casey. So Osmond will set things up. Down, down low to Caden Miller. And he's double teamed. And he gets it off to Eli Miller in the corner. And that's Elon for three. No good. Kaden Miller with the rebound. Count the basket. And the foul for Kaden Miller. Like he did in the first quarter. And he'll go to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play. Maybe to tie this one up. He once again with the unfriendly roll. 
but at least Miller was there to clean up the uh, straps. Caden uh, could uh, tie it up here as Altamont trails by a point, 31-30. In the free throw, is to the left all the way. You can see it from up here. They're going to be uh, a, a violation on Caden Miller as well. As they notice something on his uniform, so I believe he's got blood. Yeah, so that's the only they'll run to the locker room to get that uh, patched up. And it's going to be Ben Radel checking in for Caden Miller. So Caden missed and one free throw, so Altamont still is losing by a point. Under five minutes to go here in the third quarter. As Casey passing around here in the backcourt. And they finally break the pressure. Tokenauer, Gilbert, out to Richards for three. No good. And the rebound is going to be snatched away by Radel. I mean, Kokenauer battling for it, and Radel comes away with it. McManaway here trying to size up his defender. He spins around in the lane, puts it up, can't get it to fall. And it's going to be a reach-in now on Altamont, trying to get the ball back. And Aradel's going to pick that one up. First team, first in the quarter as well. Altamont still trails here by one, 31-30, 4.23 to go here in the third. KD, Kane Davis checks in, and Yarhouse is going to be the one taking a seat, and Millville will sit or, take, or come in, and it's McManaway going to be the one subbing out. So it's Elam, Eli Miller, Radel, Davis, and Millville on the floor for Altamont. As the Warriors will bring it up, Gilbert gets the one across half court. Back to cut to Parcel. Parcel puts up the shot, hangs in the air a little bit, gets it to go. And it's 33-30. Maybe on top by three. Been moved by Elam. Takes another spin the other way. And he tries to put it up, but it was denied. And it back out to Millville. Millville tries to cross over a defender. And he'll just hand it off to Eli here at the volleyball line. Eli tries to blow by his defender. He'll dribble here. And he gets it back out to Davis in the corner. Davis with it here on the perimeter. Hands off to Eli. Eli drives. High off the glass is good for Eli Miller. And it's a one-point game again. Gilbert quick the other way. Step back jumper. Good. Nicole Gilbert, his second bucket. 35-32. Elam is free. This time the layup falls for Dylan. And it's a one-point game again. 35-34. And it's going to be a... Uh, Gilbert had it knocked away by Davis, and they're going to say it was off of Gilbert. So it'll be Altamont ball. I don't know if they're saying it got poked away or if you just lost it on the going up with it. Maybe. Yeah, it was either off of him or just lost it on the dribble, right? So Akita Miller had checked back in. And... Uh, it's Millville with the basketball. As Millville has it here on the right wing, he picks it up. It's off to Akita Miller. Altamont trailing by one here. Short handoff to McManaway. McManaway looking to set up shop. 
Free throw line of 4K to Miller. Back out to McManaway. Thought about a three, but he'll dribble inside and back out to Davis. Davis fires a three. No good. Fight for the rebound. Goes to Caden Miller. His back is good. For Caden. Two more points for him. And Altamont has the lead back. And it's going to be an offensive foul there on Ryan Richards. You can tell that all the way with his arm extended there. And that's going to be a turnover back to Altamont. And uh, Ryan Richards picked up his fourth personal on that one. I said very clearly the forearm shot yeah. there on that one. And uh, luckily it was right in front of us too, but uh, Luke Karras checked in for Casey as a parcel knocked it away. They're trying to get it to McMahon away, but it'll stay right here. With 208, Altamont has the lead back, but you can tell that maybe some momentum is on their side. As Millville with it. Pass all the way here in the backcourt to Radle, and he tracks it down. Now up to Davis in the front court, Fires it over to Millville. He'll drive baseline. Floater is way short, and it's going to be a foul underneath as it was Karras uh, with the rebound, but Caden's going to pick up a foul there. Yeah, they're going to get him for pushing him in the back, trying to on the double team there, trying to grab that ball. And Caden's second foul, team's second foul as well. Under two to go here in the third. One-point game. Altamont has the lead, but the Warriors have the ball. Gilbert with out the free throw line. Is it over in the corner to Kokenauer? He drives baseline, puts it up, and it's a tough shot to go for Kokenauer. And it's 37-36. Easy with the lead back. With Manaway. Joe was here left side. He knocked to a Millville. 90 seconds to go in the third quarter. Millville with it, and a triple team that poked away. Casey steals it. And it's going to be the other way. That is Clement. He fouled on his way to the rim. And so we got two free throws coming up for Nolan Clement. Yeah, Radel didn't want him to get anything easy. Just tried to hit anything, tried to get ball. Got mainly arm. So that'll send a Gilbert or Clement to the line. Made the free throw. So now Casey, 38-36. And Radel will take a seat. Eli Miller will come back in. Second foul on Radel as well. Free throw is off, and the rebound goes out to McManaway. Minute 10 to go. And they are trying to double down low to Caden Miller, but had it poked away. And Casey can't track down the loose ball, so it'll stay right here with Altamont. Altamont's game plan is to go to Caden Miller. Casey knows Altamont's game plan is to go to Caden Miller. Yeah, and Casey doing a good job of denying it there on that one. Eli takes it out on the side. They get it to Elam or try to, of course, pass. Intercepted by Parsons. And now they get back over to Clement. Under a minute to go. Casey with a two-point lead. They're looking to build off of it. As that's Gilbert with it here at the volleyball line. Trying to size up Eli Miller. 45 seconds to go in the third. Hayden Parcel with it. Parcel with it. Trying to go up against Millville. Step back jumper is good for Hayden Parcel. 
in the lead by four is Casey. Millville for three. No good. And the rebound goes out to Karras. 22 seconds left. And Coach Brandon tells the Warriors to slow it down for one shot. 15 seconds left. They finally get it across the timeline. Gilbert goes inside and picks it up and knocks away by McManaway with eight seconds left. McManaway has to put up the shot. No. There's going to be a blocking foul on Casey. A blocking foul and two free throws upcoming here for McManaway. McManaway got a little lucky there on that one. I think he picked up his dribble just a second letter, second earlier than he wanted to because he was a little further away than he thought as he went up with that. Yeah. And unfortunately, McManaway gets the two free throws. And the first one is up and good. Aiden's first points of the night. And Altamont trails by three. 40 to 37 and 6.3 seconds left. McManaway with the second free throw. On to the way up. Back iron too strong. And Karras with the rebound. Quickly parcel up the other way. And he dribbled off someone's foot. And we still got 1.2 left as it went out. Stays right here with Casey, though. They lead by three. And it will be a Clement. Getting it out on the baseline just below us. Clement looking to get it in. And they get it in to Gilbert. Jumper is off. No good. It's off their three quarters of play. Casey with a lead of 40 to 37. Come back for the fourth quarter. You're listening to Miami's Basketball Jack Vince. Get the laundry pair that you can use to conquer pet hair like a pro with the Maytag Pet Pro system. The built-in Pet Pro filter in the washer visibly removes pet hair on any cycle while the extra-large lint trap in the dryer traps and removes additional pet hair. Visit Rogers Home Appliances today to see how the Maytag Pet Pro system works. Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Based out of Altima, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. Start of the fourth quarter. Easy with a lead of 40 to 37. Warriors will start off with the basketball. Up by three in the final period. McManaway, Elam, Yarhouse, and Eli and Kata Miller out there for Altamont start the fourth quarter. Gilbert with the ball for the Warriors. And off to Parcel. Gives it over to Karras in the corner. And he had it poked away, but he picks it back up. And it gives it over to a Parcel. Parcel picks up a screen. Parcel drives it off in the corner to Karras for three. And it dribbles. No, but the follow is good by Karras. No one boxed him out. And it's 42-37. Elam had it poked away, stolen away by Parcel. Parcel the other way, layup off the glass, down the basket, and the foul. And they're going to go to the line for the and one. 
44 to 37, the largest lead of the night for Casey. And that's exactly how you wanted to start the fourth quarter if you're Casey with that little bit of a lead. And it's going to be a free throw is off and rebounded by McManaway. And Coach Niebuhr, you want time. But we'll take a timeout as well. We'll be back in 30 seconds. We're listening now to my Indian basketball jacket. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in to Altamont Community High School. Seven-point lead now for Casey as they started this on a 4-0 run. And uh, Coach Nebery calling the T.O. there. It might be only a 4-0 run, but in this game it feels like a 10-0 run almost. It really does. This game's been going. It really does. Altamont needs to get something going here. And McManaway will get across the timeline as they get to Elam. Elam over to McManaway here on the right side. McManaway with it. As McManaway, which will be here at the volleyball line. And there's going to be a five-second call. Pokenauer was just spaced out enough, and they get a five-second closely guarded, and it'll be a turnover to Casey. So the Warriors will have the basketball and already having a seven-point lead. Marshall handoff to Clement. Clement handoff to Gilbert. Gilbert crosses over uh, Miller, now over to Pokenauer in the corner. Now Parcel. Parcel dribbles around Eli, puts up a tough shot, no, and a tip, and the long tip goes out to Casey. Another offensive possession, Karras floats up in the air, just a shot, no good, and the ball is off of Casey, they say, and so the Altamont basketball. So fortunate, Altamont will come away with possession there. They got a couple 30 seconds there. McManaway up to Yarhouse. Yarhouse with it. He dribbles around, and he's underneath the basket. He puts it up, and why not? Count the basket and the foul for Alec Yarhouse. And he'll go to the line for the three-point play. Making it 44-39. Cole Gilbert with a foul. His second team first of the quarter. Yarhouse, free throw is good. A-1-0-4, Yarhouse, his first three points tonight. Altamont trying to get back in, and they trail by four. As it is Clement, the screen there from Karras. Now Clement with a floater, and it's tipped, and it's into the hands of McManaway. McManaway trying to get around Parcel, gets it across the timeline. McManaway doesn't give it up, and it's blocked by Parcel. Well, they're going to say too much contact and a shooting foul, so McManaway will go shoot free throws. 
Great job by McManaway to keep his dribble on that one. Had a lot of pressure there. Didn't really know where he was going. And Coach Brandon wants a timeout. So Coach Brandon calls that one, and we'll take a timeout as well. Yeah, let's see. Now it's my Amy's basketball jack of them. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back. Here's Altamont Community High School. Indians trail by four here, 44 to 40. 5.55 to go here in the final quarter. As McManaway will be at the line, shooting two free throws, but Brandon called the T.O. there and trying to ice Aiden a little bit. Yeah, I mean, just didn't quite like what he was seeing from Casey after, you know, they get up in, you know, the early 4-0 run there. And then it's almost completely gone again. Yeah, it's a race. As McMahon away for two. And Aiden, free throw up, is good. McMahon away, second point of the night. And Altamont trails by three now. 44-41. Big man away is his second free throw. Goes through his routine. Up and that one is no good. Fight for the rebound. It goes to Kokenauer. One for two there for McManaway. Makes it a one possession game though. 44-41. And it's going to be Clement with it. He lies all over him there. And Gilbert with it. Picks up a screen there from Karras. And a Gilbert trying to back down Yarhouse. They toss it over to Karras. Floater off the glass and in. For Luke Karras. It is 46-41. And there's going to be a violation on a Casey trying to steal the ball. Aiden Parcel picks up his third. A team third as well. And Altamai keeps the ball and Elam will get it, and he'll be the one to take it across the timeline. Guarded right by Parcel there. Second of a screen from Eli. Elam dribbles to his left. He picks it up now. And a pass to McManaway. Coming up about five minutes to go in the game. Osmond trails by five. McManaway spins around and gives it off to Elam on the perimeter. Elam over the corner to McManaway. Now they'll swing things over. Ball movement there by Altamont over to Yarhouse in the corner. Now to Eli. Eli drives to the hole. Layup is good off the glass. And Altamont trails by two or three. 46-43. Parcel with it here at the volleyball line. Parcel trying to cross over Mumanaway over the corner to Kokenauer. Now back it up top to Gilbert. Gilbert with it here on the volleyball line to pick up a screen from Karras. Gilbert over to the corner in a coconut hour. Now back to Parcel. 
Barcel over the corner to Gilbert. Gilbert will drive. A was denied. Karras underneath. Puts it up around Caden Miller. Up and in for Karras. 48-43. Leads back to five for Casey. Elam with it. Hands off to Eli Miller. Eli with the ball. He'll drive against Clement. Puts up the shot. Up and in for Eli. And it's 48-45. Eli's got 11 tonight. 3.40 to go. Gilbert trying for the pass to Karras, and Kaden Miller takes it away from him. Turnover for Casey, and the Warriors knock it away, but Elam gets the ball back. Elam going all the way to the hoop, and it's going to be a blocking foul. Blocking foul on Casey. Delayed call there, bang, bang. I wasn't sure which way it was going to go, but Karras is going to pick up the foul there. Uh, they're also going to give free throws to Dylan. So he'll shoot two free throws here. Uma. Free throw up is good. And Altima trails by two, 48-46. Tokenauer sits down, and Ryan Richards checks back in. And Richards got to be careful. He's got four personals. And uh, Millville will check in, and Yarhouse will take a seat. So Elam will be at the line for a second free throw. Altamont trailing by two points here. And they trail by one. Free throw's good. Elam's five for five tonight from the line. And he's going to take a seat, and Ben Radel will check in for him. Altamont trails by one here. 325 to go. As it's Clement, getting over to Parcel here on the right side. Up top, Casey will swing it over here to Clement. Clement stands here at the Altamont logo on the floor. Over to Parcel. Parcel top of the key. Eli's all over him. Trying to cross him over. Picks up the dribble and finds backdoor cut to Karras. Puts it up and in. Karras, all of his points coming in in the fourth. Casey leads by three. Under three to go. McManaway over to Millville in the right corner. Now back to McManaway. McManaway over to Eli Miller. Eli with it. Looking for someone to get open and it passes it to Radel at the top of the key. McManaway here on the right side. And he passes back out to Millville. Now back over to Eli. Aiden Fitz applauds the defensive effort. Eli dribbles around the defense, puts up the wild shot. No, Caden Miller blocked. Radel with the ball back. And it's still loose. And it's going to go off of Casey, they say. And so it'll be Altamont keeping possession of it. Ooh. Big sigh of relief there. As Altamont is partly making some changes. <laughs> ben Radel will take a seat. And it looks like McManaway will sit down as well. And uh, Coach Brandon will call a timeout. So we'll take a quick 30 as well. And you're listening out to my Indians basketball on Jack of Zoom. 
At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to the Altamont Community High School. Altamont trailing by three here. 50 is to 47 with 2.12 to go here in the fourth quarter. Another exciting finish I think would be in store for, these, for this one. I mean, just like we called it at halftime, we figured it would come down to the wire. And as you called it before the game as well. And it'll be a Millville, be the one that's taking it out. I'll get in. It's Kata Miller immediately back to Millville. Millville will dribble here on the perimeter. And uh, now he takes it inside a little bit. Picks up his dribble. A little bit of trouble. Needs some help. Two minutes to go. Elam with him between the circles. And Elam, back it back out here. Directs some traffic. And Elam... It's free, a high pass for Kata Miller, puts it up underneath, up and in for Kata Miller. And Altamont trails by one. 50 to 49, a minute 40 to go. Warriors hand off to a parcel, and they're going to get a foul on Altamont. Reaching in, but a couple of fouls left to give for Altamont before changes in the bonus. McManaway back in, and Yarhouse will take a seat. That's going to be a command. Getting it in in front of the Casey bench. Warriors clinging to a one-point lead, 50-49. to 49. Minute 37 to go. Parcel gets it on the inbounds, and he kicks it back out to Gilbert. Gilbert, runner, and it bounces in. Cole Gilbert for two, and it leads back to three. Minute 20 to go. McManaway. Dribbles to his left, hands off to a Millville. Millville dribbling it, backing down his defender, and he gets it back out to McManaway. McManaway crossing over his defender, takes it back in between the circles. Over to Elam. Elam with a minute to go. Elam getting inside, picks it up, and puts up the shot. Good for Elam. And Altamont trails by one. 50 seconds left. As is uh, Gilbert with it. Had it knocked away, stolen away, but right back to Casey. As Altamont had it for just a half second, but it was stolen away. And they're finally going to get a, a foul on Eli Miller, wrapping up parcel there. The Indians had it. They had they it. They had it. They had the opportunity. They just went oh, maybe a step quick. I don't know, but... Yeah. Bang, bang, play. They had the ball. Oh, 34.3 left. Still a chance to win it for Altamont here. But Absolutely. As Clement will look to get it in. And to get it into a carrot. 32 seconds left. Gilbert with it. Picks it up. Now back to Gilbert. Gilbert with it trying to shake Millville. Now over to Parcel. And they'll get another foul. 
So it's still, that's going to be the fourth foul at Altamont. So one more, and either team will be shooting bonus free throws. 23.2 left. 52 of 51. Gets it in at two of Parcel as Eli hits the deck and he gets back up and fouls Parcel. So Aiden will go to the line to shoot two. And it's going to be Eli's fourth personal. And obviously the team fifth, so it's two free throws for Parcel. 20.4 left. The best he can do is a four-point lead for Casey. Free throw up. is no good. Opens the door for Altamont. As Tribal Council making some noise, and the closest to us is the future Tribal Council. As it's Parcel at the line. It's still Altamont trailing by one. Parcel's second free throw is good. As Altamont trails by two. Elam with it with 50 seconds left. Spin. Elam picks it up. Back for a cut. And Melville with the layup. We're tied at 53. And Gilbert gets it across. Five seconds left. It's a floater again for Casey. Pumel with the runner. It's good. But there's still time left. Point two on the clock. But Gilbert hits the running layup. Hey, Coach Niebuhr, you got the timeout. Oh, my goodness. Wow, 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 wow. That's all I can say is wow. I mean, Indians tie it up. Nine seconds left. The Warriors, I mean, as the Indians call a full timeout, I mean, just wow. That's unbelievable. It was Nolan Commit who hit the runner. And uh, there's going to be 1.2 seconds left on the clock. Altamont called the full timeout. We're not going anywhere here, folks, with Altamont trailing just by two here, 55-53, trying to draw up a play. You get two points or you go for the win. I mean, this is just one of those plays where it's just I've seen crazier things happen. And uh, so, 1.2 left. Elam will get a baseball toss to Kata Miller. He puts it up at the free throw line. Oh, oh, and Casey wins. Kata Miller had the jump shot. Oh, and he missed it. That's a heartbreaker, but like you said pregame, it'll come down to the final shot. It always does with Casey. Oh, man. Almost a tie game there. That would have sent it into OT. Well, your final. This time it's Casey winning a thriller. 55-53, your final. Casey with the dub. And we'll be back to wrap this one up for the final stats and catch up with Coach Niebuhr as well. So we'll be back in a few minutes. 55-53, Casey wins. You're listening out to my Indians basketball in Jacksonville. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. 
Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back here at the Altamont Community High School. We said at the pregame at halftime, it's just something about these two schools when they get together, they're always in for an exciting finish. You know, he's got another one right there as Casey Victorious, 55 53. Nolan Clement hits the basket, and they put 1.2 left on the clock, and Caden Miller had a shot there at the very end, but it just did not fall and did not go Altamont's way. And so Altamont loses a heartbreaker here tonight against the Warriors. Yeah, and I mean, the Indians, I mean, they get the tying bucket with nine seconds left. I mean, Casey does a great job pushing up the floor, getting the open bucket, and I mean, what a what a floater there for the winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a a great basket there by Nolan Clement. 
with the two-pointer is ultimately the difference there in that one. As Altamont, man, they had things all tied up at halftime. It was 26 all there at the half, and then Casey still ended up leading by three points after the third quarter, but Altamont tied things up there in the fourth quarter, and Gilbert, or Commit, excuse me, hit the biggest shot there as he didn't know who that Casey was going to go to there. In the past, you'd say, oh, get Jackson Parcel the ball. But, nope, this time it was uh, the sophomore, Nolan Commit. If I'm not mistaken, he's the quarterback on the football team. So, uh, not surprised that it would go to him with the ball in his hands on the game on the line uh, for him. And he stepped up and made the shot. Yeah, I mean, you could see him kind of struggling there as the Indians were kind of starting to figure the Warriors out there at the end of the game there a little bit, getting the momentum on their side, the crowd really getting into it, yeah. starting to feel that lead slipping away. They had it all game. And then, but I mean, just what a bucket. Just took the momentum right out of the crowd, took everybody out of it. It's exactly what they needed to do. And I mean, Caden Miller with eight, I mean, 1.9 seconds. They got a ball all the way to the other free throw line for a shot and just off the front rim. Yeah, the outlet pass there was a good one just to even get the closest shot as they could. And it just goes off there. So, uh, Casey, they improved to a 7-2 on the season. And Altamont, they unfortunately followed in 4-3 on the year and a back-to-back losses as well. And uh, so Altamont will still have another game uh, coming up on uh, Thursday. And uh, the Lady Indians as well will be in action on Thursday as well. little programming and schedule uh, reminder for that one. As the boys will travel to Marshall. And that will not change on your radio dial. It's still right here on uh, Jack FM uh, coverage. And uh, we'll face the uh, Warriors rivals there from Clark County in Marshall. And then uh, uh, the Lady Indians will also be in action on the same night on Thursday as well. But it will be right here in Altamont, and uh, that is against Woodlawn. And that game was originally scheduled to be at Woodlawn, but it's here in Altamont. Of course, you can watch that on uh, the uh, stream. Hopefully you caught that at the very end uh, there. But that's going to be right back here, and you can watch that on the stream as well. And uh, we're going to have to move that game over to WCRA due to the uh, boys' uh, coverage right here on Jack FM. So we still are going to carry the girls' games on the radio, but that's going to be switched to WCRA on a Thursday night. And then it's enjoy holiday break for a couple of days and enjoy Christmas. And it's right back at it at the Sethage Clement next Tuesday. But uh, Casey wins uh, another exciting one, and they'll stay in the NTC, if you will, as uh, they'll be up against North Clay for their next contest. Uh, there for them, so I'm getting very familiar with the TC schools uh, there. And you know, at the end of the year, they always match up against St. Anthony uh, as well as always entertaining as well. Uh, but Altamont, we said at the very beginning last year's semifinal game, and Casey was on the losing end of it, and now Altamont's on the losing end of our heartbreaker there. And I see Coach Niebuhr making his way over here. Well, I mean, that's a lot of these games. A good rivalry always has back and forth. You win some, you lose some. And, like, I mean, like we said, Caden Miller, the ball rolls just a little bit further the other way. Game's tied and we're going to overtime. Right. Yeah, exactly. But 
It just did not fall tonight at 4 at Altamont, and they unfortunately come up a, a little short about the uh, coach making his way over here to uh, the uh, booth. So uh, Will will hand off the headsets and uh, get uh, Coach Niebuhr strapped up here on uh, the headsets. And uh, Coach will bring you in here and we'll bring you up here. And I don't know what it is about when these two teams get together, Casey and Altamont. It always comes down to the very end. Right? Yeah, they seem to hit game winners at our place in yeah. the regular season. Yeah, it's just two good ball clubs, two good 1A teams uh, that came down to the final possession. So, you know, we needed a few stops down the stretch. Uh, but, you know, um, talk to them. Hopefully we maybe see them sometime down the line in a sectional crossover game maybe. You know, we certainly will welcome that, maybe a different result at For sure. the very end. But, uh, you know, throughout the game, of course, it was uh, close as uh, we trailed by three points there after uh, uh, opening quarter. And they talked about it at the end of the Carlisle game about uh, the half-court offense and whatnot. So how did you guys uh, adjust to that uh, here tonight? Uh, we did a little bit of different stuff. We had a week to prepare. Uh, we tried to, you know, uh, on the board with get the ball inside, get Caden and Dylan, let them kind of work. Uh, I thought early on we, we did get the ball inside of Caden. He had some man ones to start, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, for us to beat good teams, he's kind of our X factor. We got good players all the way around, but not too many have a six-five kid like Caden. Um, so we're trying to we're trying to figure out where we can we can utilize him to the best of his abilities. Uh, and, and I thought the first quarter worked. Um, you know, we got out to the fast start, but then we kind of let up a little bit defensively. I thought and we just we just they they broke us down a lot all game first quarter. I mean, all game they broke us down. They got into the middle. Um, you know, and our driving, our helping, our help the helpers, but it never was there. Never, never, it never, uh, and I was on the board too. Stay in front, stay in front of them. And uh, so uh, you ended up tying things up there in uh, the second quarter, coming back uh, there with uh, some nice points there from Miller and Elam uh, hitting some shots, and uh, Melville also in there tonight. He did a, a good job of playing a lot in high pressure situations. Uh, there in uh, the particularly there in the final possession yep. as well. Yeah, and there we're looking for Kate to take take next step as a sophomore, you know, on the varsity level. Um, kind of work him in on black and, and practices, but uh, you know, Dylan Dylan hasn't been practicing all week. We, he's been riding a bike, and you know, we he wanted to play this game. Uh, he, we, he's got a balky knee. He's got some jumper tendonitis knee. So we're trying to we're trying to uh, what's that? What's the NBA load manage it a little bit? So. Yeah whatever um but we need to get him healthy he's you know he's obviously right now our best offensive threat he kind of you know he he played slow in that second quarter we, we you know he's not the fastest right now so if you play slow you know he you kind of just he, he got it he got down low and kind of played bully ball a little bit and, you know we thought we could take advantage of that the rest of the game so that was kind of the situation in the second quarter I thought towards the end of both halves there and the end of the first half, we saw you get a three-pointer that didn't fall, but uh, the ball movement was there and off the ball was uh, good as well. And then uh, there at the very end, uh, just to be able to get it down in that situation, and I know the shot didn't fall there, but say get it across half court and get as good a shot as you did. Yeah, well, the way they set up, I I thought our play might work, and you know, for us old timers, the the old Duke play. Oh yes, Christian Leitner. And, uh-huh. You know, we call it. You know, it's, it's 
whatever. It's, it's we had to. We know we know Caden can go up and get the ball a little bit. So uh, you know we could have got a little deeper, might have got a little shot. But the way it was set up, I thought we had a chance at it. And, uh, they, uh, they the boys executed. We just missed a shot. You know, uh, I thought I thought the boys did a great job at the end of the fourth quarter of getting that backdoor layup uh, for Cade. Cade made a nice read. Yeah. Joe made a nice pass. You know, you know. There's a I, I, I probably should call time more timeouts, but I you know, sometimes boys gotta make plays anyway for, for baskets. Um, so, you know, if I don't coach it in practice, you know, it's gonna be hard to do it in the game. So yeah. you know, we're we're more of a you know, read the defense and go score and I I thought the boys did really well of, you know, reading the defense, getting getting what they gave us and uh, you know, having a chance at the end. We just you gotta make him you gotta make him turn a little bit. We didn't make him turn kind of, you know, make make the kid make the kid uh, Zigzag a little bit up the floor yeah. with six seconds to go, and he just—he's—he's he's, in the games I've watched that Clements hit about uh, four forward floaters like that. So it's in his repertoire. He's hit shots like that before. So you know, it was a good, good, good shot. Good. We'll, we'll learn from it, and we'll, we'll figure stuff out. And that's just what happens in uh, basketball. You know, you, you tie the game up, and then just, uh, the chaotic action there. Yep. You know, they got to get back. And make a, make a big shot yeah you gotta get back we we struggled with that tonight for some reason we, we didn't yeah. get back we were playing buddy ball we were running with our guy and they and Casey's really good in transition so uh you know he, th- that was not un unbeknownst to them that was something that they do so it wasn't something different i thought about calling timeout when we made the basket but it was already too late they got the ball out in pretty quick, quick. So, yeah they got the ball in pretty quick uh, so now you kind of in a little unfamiliar territory in the last couple of seasons. So four and three now. I've lost a couple in a row now, and uh, luckily you don't have a long time to think about it. Uh, just on a Thursday against uh, Coach Braden's old stopping grounds yep. and uh, against uh, Casey's rival, uh, there was Marshall coming up on Thursday. Picked up Marshall. Uh, you know we're four and three. Last year we were five and three. I don't know if you remember that. We were five and three after the Bree Central loss and. You know, went on a pretty good winning streak, I think. Yeah, I was um, say, so, yeah. um, Maybe that's why I don't remember it so yeah, much. I remember the 18-game yeah. winning streak. Yeah, we were five and three, and um, you know, these. This I said. It, I said it after game. This is some of their. This is their seventh varsity basketball game. Some of them, like most of them, one kid probably played more than you know a handful of basketball games last year. Yeah. So we're still. You know, we don't have a signature win, but we don't have a bad loss yet. Like we don't have a. We don't have a. We, all three losses were against really good teams. Carlisle just went and knocked off Trenton Westman, who oh, was wow. ten and zero. Yeah. yeah, so like that 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 loss isn't as bad as what it seems. And Newton's a very good team, um, so you know we don't have a signature win, but we don't have a, a bad loss. So we're still learning. We're still we're still gonna we're still gonna be a good team by when by the time season ends. And uh, every loss is an opportunity to or, For sure. uh, learn from. And Marshall's good. Well, Coach Idle, he's back in. He's in his hometown. He's you know, so we're gonna have to go there and and go win a ball game on the road. We haven't done. I don't think we've done that yet. Yeah. So, well, we won at Cumberland, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Okay. Uh, but unfortunately, didn't come away with a nope, win. Not tonight. Uh, here tonight. So uh, Coach will let you go here. Appreciate we'll it. talk to you again on Thursday. Thank you. And I uh, appreciate Coach John Neberry for coming up and uh, joining us. Here in the post game, but again, KZ wins this one. 55 53 was the uh, final score. And any more uh, closing thoughts here, Will, before we get out of here? I mean, just heck of a ball game. That's all you can really say. Just another KZ and Altamont matchup here tonight did not disappoint 
at all. KZ with the win, and Altima falls to 4-3 back in action on Thursday against Marshall. We'll have that coverage for you here on Jack and Finn. And the girls will be over on WCRA against Wilbon here at Altima. Thanks to Carter back in the studio for turning the dials and help us getting on and off the air. Thanks to Will alongside for play-by-play and or for color commentary and analysis. And uh, this is a Travis Spark telling you have a, a good night, everybody. And we'll talk to you again on Thursday. Now it's the back to playing the music that we want here on Jack FM. Have a good night, everybody. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at pekininsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming. You know, I grew up hearing that women are bad with money. But like many of you, I spent years paying bills, managing checking accounts, and taking care of my family. So, turns out, women are pretty good with money after all. And now, I'm taking control of my financial future by saving for retirement. It's never too late to start, and there's a great website to help you. Check out WeSaySaveIt.org and jumpstart your retirement savings on your budget and your timeline. That's WeSaySaveIt.org, brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. The holiday season is right around the corner, so give the gift that's hard to wrap but easy to give. Give them a steal. With powerful trimmers, blowers, and chainsaws to place under the tree, the Steel Holiday Gift Guide has something for everyone. Save $30 on the BG56 CE handheld blower. Visit your local steel dealer or go to steelusa.com slash gift guide. Real steel. Find yours. Offer valid for a limited time only at participating dealers while supplies last.